Welcome to Creative Biolabs Science Channel. Creative Biolabs is a specialized contract research organization supporting mRNA studies with all-round solutions covering mRNA synthesis, modification, and mRNA therapeutics development. With an unwavering pursuit of innovation and lifelong learning, we keep on producing podcast series related to mRNA technology based on our knowledge and practical experience gained through years of exploration in this area. Subscribe to our channel and keep updated with our podcasts. Good evening, dear friends. Thank you for tuning into Creative Biolabs podcast series. In the last episode, we discussed adoptive cell therapy in cancer immunotherapy. We learned that adoptive cell transfer therapy is an individualized treatment for cancer. Its principle is to separate immune active cells from patients, induce differentiation, transformation and expansion in vitro, and then transfuse them back to patients. Then, the treated cells target the antigen-specific tumor cells and play the role of inhibiting and killing tumor. David also shared T-cell receptor gene transfer strategy and chimeric antibody receptor strategy in redirecting T-cell specificity. Chimeric antigen receptor T-cell therapy and T-cell receptor chimeric T-cell therapy are both effective therapies. Today, David will continue introducing T-cell gene transfer technologies. Thanks for joining us today, David. Thanks for inviting me. To start today's topic, let's briefly go over some basics about immunotherapy. Immune cells refer to the cells involved in or related to immune response. The common immune cells include T lymphocytes, B lymphocytes, natural killer cells, monocytes, macrophages, neutrophils, eosinophils, and basophils. As you just mentioned, immune cell therapy is to collect the body's own immune cells. After in vitro culture, their number can increase thousands of times, and the targeted killing function can be enhanced. And then they are delivered back to the human body to kill pathogens, cancer cells, mutated cells in blood and tissues. As far as I know, at present, immunocytochemistry, including nonspecific immunotherapy and specific immunotherapy, is pretty common. Among them, Chimeric antigen receptor T-cell therapy has entered the public view due to its outstanding performance in treating blood tumors. We can even say that it leads the anti-cancer treatment into a new era. Can we focus on this treatment today? Sounds good. We have started the discussion on the connection and difference between T-cell receptor and chimeric antigen receptor. And we can just continue this path. And we already know that chimeric receptors have a wide range of versatility and flexibility. This may make them valuable tools for immunotherapy of a wide range of diseases in the future. Exactly. What else can you tell us about the chimeric antigen receptor? Did I tell you the modular composition of chimeric antigen receptors? Well, I can start here. Chimeric antigen receptor is mainly composed of three functional domains, including extracellular domains, transmembrane domains, and intracellular domains. The extracellular domain is composed of a single-chain variable segment and a hinge region. The former is responsible for identifying and binding monoclonal antibodies to antigens, while the latter is linked. The intracellular domain consists of costimulatory domain and signal transduction domain. The basic function of the chimeric antigen receptor is to recognize antigens. 
Does this mean that the single-chain variable fragment of the extracellular domain is the most important part? Certainly. The antigen recognition domain is the basis of chimeric antigen receptor binding to tumor antigen. Its main structure is a single-chain variable fragment. This region has specificity and affinity like antibody to antigen. Chimeric antigen receptor T-cell therapy is to use single-chain variable fragment to give T-cells the ability to recognize and bind target antigen. The affinity of the target antigen is significantly improved compared to the unmodified natural T-cells. What about the hinge area? What is its significance for the chimeric antigen receptor T-cell therapy? We have seen in many studies that the activation of chimeric antigen receptor T-cells is related to the length of the hinge region. By adjusting this length, the optimal distance between chimeric antigen receptor T-cells and target cells, which is different with different epitopes, can be obtained. It can avoid the effect of large phosphatase and weaken chimeric antigen receptor signals in the process of antigen-antibody binding. There are two domains in the intracellular domain, including costimulatory domain and signal transduction domain. What are their functions? Costimulatory domain can activate both costimulatory molecules and intracellular signals. It lets T-cells continue to proliferate and release cytokines, so as to improve the anti-tumor ability of T-cells. And the signal transduction domain plays a role in T-cell signal transduction. Many of the audience may have a deep understanding of composition domains of chimeric antigen receptor and their functions. And so far, we know that the main tool of T-cell gene modification is the integration vector, and the most commonly used is the retrovirus. Correct. Viral transduction of T-cells can lead to stable genome integration. It allows constitutive expression of transgenes and their transfer to progeny cells. The ability of retroviruses to randomly integrate into host cell chromosomes poses a potential risk of insertion mutation. It's still hard to say about its tumorigenesis with the study of T-cell gene therapy. And the lack of cellular transformation has also been confirmed in long-term animal studies. Do you mean there is a major problem of malignant transformation? Malignant transformation is only a hypothetical problem, so it is not a major problem in peripheral T-cell gene therapy. It is possible that there is a more relevant aspect of T-cell gene permanent modification, which means that the modified T-cells may cause potential damage to normal tissues due to their unexpected self-attack behavior. And this is supported by clinical studies? Yes. This damage to normal tissues has been demonstrated in recent clinical trials of renal cell carcinoma. In one study, scientists used autologous modified T cells expressing chimeric antigen receptors specific for carboxyanhydrase 9. Although initially well tolerated, patients receiving T cell therapy developed abnormal liver enzymes. The reason is that the antigen level of the bile duct epithelium is low and self reaction occurs. Is there any way to solve these potential safety concerns now? One way is to co-transduce T-cells with suicide agents, like herpes simplex virus thymidine kinase gene. This method can potentially eliminate the clonal expansion of cancer cells or self-reactive cells after the administration of suicide activator. Although it has been proved to be effective, the addition of suicide agents has certain limitations, which increases the complexity of gene therapy. So how to overcome the limitations? 
I know some researchers are using an RNA transfection strategy based on electroporation of T cells transcribed messenger RNAs in vitro. Clinical studies also used a large number of messenger RNA transfected dendritic cells for cellular immunity. And these studies have proved the feasibility and safety of the strategy. What are the advantages of messenger RNA transfection compared with the other two methods? The messenger RNA is not integrated into the receptor chromosome. So with the intrinsic instability of messenger RNA molecules, the expression of the receptor is only transient. The transfection efficiency of messenger RNA can be very high, and it can be expressed in almost the whole cell population. Only one to two hours after electroporation, the surface expression of the receptor could be detected and lasts for at least eight days. It should be noted that receptor expression generally depends on the half-life of messenger RNA, the stability of translation protein and cell division. Sounds like a perfect technique to me. Yes and but still, we have to talk about its shortcomings, like the transience of receptor expression. The adoptive transfer of T-cells for cancer treatment studies clearly show that there is a correlation between the persistence of metastatic gene-modified T-cells and tumor regression. So, how to extend the life of messenger RNA redirection program? We could try to repeat T-cell infusion over time to achieve the desired anti-tumor effect. And let's don't forget that the advantages of this technology are very remarkable. The cost and workload associated are low. A large number of synthesized messenger RNA can be produced repeatedly. So this is the great strategy for short-term in vitro research to solve the conceptual mechanism. In other words, messenger RNA electroporation may be an attractive alternative to viral transduction? Exactly. Messenger RNA electroporation is used for rapid screening of receptors and coreceptors before selecting the final candidate for stable transduction in clinical trials. Does electroporation contribute to the development of chimeric antigen receptor T-cell therapy? It provides a direct way to introduce new functions to T-cells together with chimeric antigen receptors. Electroporation of chemokine receptor messenger RNA can easily guide T-cells to the selected tumor microenvironment. And we know that the function of T-cells or dendritic cells can be changed by small interfering RNA or siRNAs. We have seen in previous studies that electroporation can deliver active CERNA into mammalian cells. So, can we use CERNA-specific for apoptotic factor to block the apoptotic pathway of T-cells? Yes and not only that, we can also target the downstream mediators of transforming growth factor beta signaling pathway with siRNA. This may prolong the survival time of transplanted T-cells. And there is a recently published report showing that electroporation of ferrous oxide can be used as a method to label cells for adoptive transfer. This allows magnetic resonance imaging to track the distribution and migration of T-cells in the body. So to further explore the multifunctionality of electroporation, this labeling technique is combined with chimeric antigen receptor or chemokine receptor messenger RNA transfection. It may be interesting to track the performance of adoptive chimeric T-cells or dendritic cells in patients. Thank you, David, for sharing your expertise with us today. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We will be back next week.